Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. We've essentially talked in our previous episodes, we really covered all the motor pathways and some of the reflexes. Mm-hmm. But we've sort of alluded to um, a couple of key structures like the thalamus. And we really haven't defined what the thalamus is. So this is the purpose of, of today's episode. Mm-hmm. We'll also talk about the pituitary gland. Mm-hmm. And we'll also talk about the hypothalamus very briefly. Yeah. But our focus is going to be on the thalamus. Because yeah. hypothalamus and pituitary are going to be our focus when we talk about, when we start the endocrine block. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. kick us off Andy, what is the thalamus? And so, what does it do? Yeah. So think of the thalamus as the relay hub in the brain. Everything that comes from the lower body usually all meets at the thalamus first before it actually gets directed to the appropriate area in the cortex. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got the thalamus gets split into all these different nuclei, which we're going to refer to, that helps you direct them to the appropriate visual, auditory, sensory, or motor region yep. of the of the brain. Exactly. When I look at the structure, so it's a diencephalon structure. Diencephalon means that it's in the lower part of the, the cortex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got lots of nuclei. And like, there are a couple of really important nuclei that I think is worth uh, remembering. Mm-hmm. We've got some mnemonics to help you with that. Mm-hmm. But like you mentioned, there are sensory nuclei, there are motor nuclei, and there are also nuclei involved with the limbic system. Mm-hmm. So let's kick us off by talking about, get the easy ones out of the way, yep. easy in quotation marks, yep. anterior nuclei group. Yep. So they're obviously more anterior in the, in the thalamus. Yep. What do they do, Andy? So they receive input from the mammillary bodies, and their main output is to go to the limbic system. Yep. So they go to the single gyrus of the nucle- uh, of the limbic system, but I guess that's that's additional detail that you probably... Yeah, I think if you just say the limbic system, it suffices. There's also the medial group as well, Mm -hmm. and that um, receives input from the amygdala and also from the prefrontal cortex and the temporal lobes, Mm -hmm. and its output is in the prefrontal cortex and the singlet gyrus. Mm -hmm. And that is um, sometimes... uh, is, is, I think it's the most important nucleus. Um, uh, the most important nucleus of that is the dorsomedial nucleus that you guys might come across in your readings. Mm-hmm. Let's get those two out of the way. Yep. Limbic system is really complicated, and I'm actually quite scared about doing a topic on it because uh, I have to admit, I don't really fully understand it. Neither. Let's talk about some of the ventral groups because they're yep. the really um, mm-hmm. uh, interesting. And ones. I think these ones are, to me, I, I know these a bit more than our, our teachers actually focus a bit more on these guys mm. than compared to the anterior and the medial yeah medial groups exactly mm. so let's uh, talk about the motor nuclei first yep, there sure. are two main ones aren't they what are they okay so the these would refer to the ventral anterior nucleus and the ventral lateral nucleus and so these their main output is to go to the primary motor cortex and yes. that's the but that's why they call motor nuclei but the, with the ventral anterior nucleus they receive input from basal ganglia or the globus pallidus and the substantia niagara and what does the ventral lateral do? yep so ventral lateral receives yeah. information from the globus pallidus which is a structure in the substantia niagara and that uh, is the basal ganglia yep uh, yeah. yep uh, sorry basal ganglia yeah basal ganglia is a whole topic on itself mm. you guys might know basal ganglia from uh, the disease uh, parkinson's disease yes. it's yeah. important in, in that context mm. but it also um so ventral nucleus also receives information not only from the basal ganglia but also from the cerebellum uh-huh. and cerebellum is that's how the cerebellum communicates to the yep. um to the primary motor area through this uh, t- uh through vl which is this nucleus in the in the thalamus yeah and as we mentioned the output is to the primary motor cortex yeah what about the sensory nuclei there's i think there's a couple of them there yes and so we've mentioned vpl or the ventral posterior lateral nucleus previously when we we're talking about dorsal columns as well as um, the spinal thalamic tracts and so they receive the whole array of sensory information and pain information from the lower limbs or from the neck downwards into uh, to the brain and 
So they receive those informations and their output from the VPL is to the primary yep. somatosensory cortex. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. pain and sensation go into that, don't they? Yes. From the periphery. Mm. And, con- and also we mentioned in an earlier episode about these pain sensations from the face. And so they, re- they um, originate from, let's say, the facial, uh, facial nerve fibers go through the spinal trigeminal tract and go into the VPM mm. of the spinal uh, of the um, of the uh, of the thalamus yeah. and they once again get redirected to the primary somatosensory yeah. cortex and the mnemonic for that that I, that I think I mentioned it before yeah. was that VPM you put makeup on your face and for makeup yeah and for makeup that's right that's how I remember it <laughs> and what about the medial genicula we haven't really talked about that yet and I think we will in a future episode but let's yes. introduce our audience to it yeah so you've got two genicular bodies. One's a medial genicular body and the other one's a lateral genicular body or nucleus. Mm -hmm. Um, The medial genicular nucleus receives input from the auditory information and then that goes to um, the primary auditory cortex, whereas the lateral genicular nucleus receives information from the optic tracts or cranial nerve number two and then that gets redirected to the primary uh, visual cortex yeah. at the occipital lobe. Exactly. Mm. The way I remember is uh, a medial has an M in it, and for music, medial genicular, you mm. listen to music with your ears, mm. L for lateral, and L for light. That's how I remember it. Cool. Um, so th- there's some easy ways of remembering some of these nucleus. Now, let's finish off very briefly by talking about some of the med- um, midline and laminar nuclei as well. And yep. I think they're um, important for um, arousal, but also they're important for... Um, and they receive information from the reticular formation, so that area is important for arousal, yep. and from the spinothalamic tract. And mm-hmm. I think they're important for um, for uh, pain pathways as well and, and being aroused. And I think these nuclei may be important for um, bringing about desynchronization mm-hmm. um, of uh, brain EEG, so brain um, electro, um, uh, the electrochemical signaling, yep. um, during arousal. But I think the function of these two areas is not really well understood. They... Possible anesthetics work in these sort of pathways, but it's not too clear. Let's finish off, Andy, by talking about the thalamus and the pituitary gland as well. Yep. So, um, uh, sorry, the hypothalamus. What yep. is the hypothalamus? Mm. So the hypothalamus is a um, it, it's a region of the brain that mainly links the nervous system to the endocrine system mm-hmm. through the pituitary gland. So a lot of the limbic systems that we'll one day mention is that the focus is to try and redirect all their information to the hypothalamus to gain control of, you know, modulating our body functions in yeah. the endocrine system. It's kind of the link between the nervous system and the hormonal system is the exactly, way I remember yes. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And by hormone, we mean endocrine pathways and things like that. Yes. Um, and so in terms of, so obviously the hypothalamus communicates to the pituitary, which is the center where mm-hmm. a lot of the endocrine hormones are then yep. released to the various organs like the thyroid, the adrenal glands, mm-hmm. the, the uh, pancreas, for example. Yes. Um, with the, is it true that the pituitary gland has two lobes? One is the anterior and posterior? Yes. Yeah. And so we will probably elaborate a bit about it more in, in the endocrine section. Absolutely. But the anterior pituitary, there's no direct innervation control to the anterior pituitary, yeah. whereas the posterior pituitary, you've got direct nerves that control it. Exactly. Um, so from the thalamus, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, from the hypothalamus, those mm-hmm. nerves go directly into the posterior um, pituitary and innervate it, don't they? Yes. Do you remember what two hormones are released from uh, the posterior pituitary? Yeah. So the posterior pituitary. So there's like there's tons of um, of hormones being released from the pituitary, and instead of remembering which goes which, just remember which one goes to the posterior and the rest go to the anterior. Exactly, right? that's so how I remember it. You've got oxytocin and vasopressin that are released from the posterior. So therefore, that means the um, 
um, the corticotrophin releasing hormones, the so CR, CRH, um, thyrotrophin releasing hormones, yeah. um, and oh, so yeah, <laughs> thyroid, pituitary, yeah. prolactin, all prolactin, of those guys. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, melano, um, uh, melanocortin releasing hormone, or whatever that hormone yes. is called. Obviously, we haven't gone over this yet. Yeah, so that that was my off-topic um, discussion, <laughs> which has somehow blown up in my face. That's all right. But yes, those those are the rest that that come out from yeah. the anterior. But the way I remember, it, I learned, I remember what two hormones are released from the posterior, and everything else is from the anterior. So yes. from posterior, as you mentioned, um, vasopressin or ADH, and different parts of the world, you guys might come across it as ADH, yeah. as well as oxygen. Oxytocin, which is, I think is the love hormone, yep. um, the bonding hormone, mm. um, is released from the posterior. Cervical dilation. <laughs> yeah, and cervical dilation. <laughs> yep. And um, the anterior is yep. everything else. Yeah. So that's very briefly the pituitary. It's also worth mentioning that in a lot of pathologies, yep. so tumors can affect the pituitary, compress the pituitary, and it can cause a whole lot of endocrine um, issues and abnormalities. Yep. But again, that's a talk for the endocrine block. Mm. Um, we just want to mention it for completeness sake. Do you have anything else to that? So we've um, uh, mentioned the thalamus. We mentioned that there are motor yeah. and there are sensory nuclei. There are some limbic system nuclei as yep. well. We've very briefly talked about the hypothalamus and the mm. pituitary, anterior and posterior. Yep. Anterior not directly connected to the hypothalamus, but the posterior is. Yep. Anything else that we, uh, we need to mention? Well... I think that's the that's the general overview of the thalamus, and initially it was really daunting to try and you know learn these. But I think after when you try and figure out neurology uh, and neuroanatomy after after you've had a look at everything, and then you come back to this lecture, it's going to make a lot more sense to go. Okay, that's the basal ganglion that all comes here. Exactly. And yeah. and yeah, so I think I don't know there might be strategies for you to just go and just read other things. Don't worry too much about about this. You know. Once you've read it once, come back to it a bit later. Then maybe it'll yeah, make that's the whole thing with neuro and neurology that I've found is that mm. it's all a bunch of puzzles. But at the end, once you've gone through the key structures in the brain, it all comes together. So stay tuned for our next episode, guys. No worries. See you next time. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.